0: Yeah, keep it forward. Yeah, don't put the hat backwards. That's definitely not professional. You want, sure. it, you want it forward.
1: I just realized it says ETS. So.
0: <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming together, everybody. Uh, the purpose of this episode, too, is to talk about Microsoft Business Premium. Uh, we paid a expert to teach us, and then even what they taught us when we went to implement it in the real world, uh, you still learn a lot implement it in the real world. And so we figured we can dedicate an entire episode specifically to the Microsoft Business Premium license. Uh, not to be confused with the old Microsoft Business Premium license, which was $12.50. That license is now technically Microsoft Business Standard. Um, and is $12.50. And the new one is the Business Premium at $20 a month uh, per user. Uh, so I guess we can jump right in. Michael, what do you, what's your initial thought just about Business Premium in general?
1: So what's nice about Business Premium is the amount of security features that come included with that, that kind of boost your posture uh, kind of across the board as far as 365 concerned. Um, being able to in-tune join devices, uh, the additional security features on the back end that we as admins can use. It's just super robust and, and tons of different options available to us. Gotcha.
0: And um, Darian, what about you? What would you say your, what's your initial thoughts of Microsoft Business Premium?
2: I think overall as the project evolves uh, with all the newest updates that they get, it really just gets better and better every day with every new update. Uh, The most important option in there of course is conditional access and securing all the devices and making sure everything is as locked down as possible to prevent data loss. Gotcha.
0: And so for those that don't know, what exactly is conditional access? Like, let's say I'm an IT manager and I'm managing a bank or a large infrastructure. Why do I care about conditional access?
2: So there's really a lot of options with conditional access. The main option with it is being able to lock down via geo IP. So basically making it so only people that are within a United States registered IP is allowed to sign in or, an even better example is making sure that a device is compliant in Intune. And for those of you that may not know, the actual compliance policy is making sure that things like BitLocker is turned on or a password is set on the screen or it meets a certain complexity. Uh, all that stuff can be contributed to conditional access, and it must meet those minimum requirements in order to be able to sign into anything within your business.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So when you say compliance, which you mean that the IT manager of the organization can say, in order for a device to access our data, it must meet this criteria. And if any of those are not met, the device is disallowed access to the system.
2: Exactly. It goes into what's called a non-compliant state. And in that state, if you set up your conditional access correctly, it will not allow any sign-in of work data, whether that's through single sign on with Azure AD or just signing into a basic email account.
0: Gotcha. Okay. I guess that's probably one of the security features you mentioned, Michael. Um, what are your other thoughts, Michael, just generally with, with business premium, like where else do you see businesses getting a lot of value from?
1: So business premium is, is really essential almost for any small to medium sized business. Uh, in addition to again the security features, uh, they've got a slew of things that you can do in terms of securing devices for end users. Um, things as far as being able to remotely lock a device or wipe it if for some reason that's been you know received by someone that shouldn't have have it, um, knowing the the geographical location of a device if it's lost. Uh, another perk of Intune, um, just really securing your organization across the board and making sure that when it comes to accessing your information, you know we're Microsoft has given us an umbrella that, that, that protects everything.
0: Yep. Gotcha. So, so if you're, if you're listening and you are responsible for it, um, really conditional access is at the core of Microsoft business premium. That's unlocked because business premium includes, uh, Azure active directory premium one. And that's what gives you the power, not only for your Apple devices, not only for your windows devices, but your mobile devices, For you to say, hey, if it's a mobile device, it must have a passcode. It cannot be so many versions behind the latest update. The device must be encrypted. Um, The device must be within the United States or whatever country you're from. And if it does not meet those requirements, then what happens if the user goes to portal.office.com or tries to log in? Are they getting an An error message or what happens if they try to get to it in that scenario if the device isn't compliant?
1: Sure. So in those situations, they'll get a message on the display that says you can't get to that location from here and then gives them an error code that then needs to be relayed to IT so that we can investigate it further. Typically, we can pull up the device on Endpoint Manager relatively quickly, go right to the compliance section and see exactly why that device was failing for compliance and then address that issue. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. So this is awesome because, so on one hand, now we're able to say the device must meet this compliance or else it can't access company resources. Mm-hmm. But I almost feel like the other half of the coin is the automation of making sure that device actually does have compliance.
1: The automation wow. is huge. You know, as as IT administrators, up until just a few years ago, you, know, you had to set up a new computer. It took you hours. You had to install each piece of software individually, run all the updates yourself. With Intune, they've got autopilot. With Autopilot, as long as the end user is set up in the back end as they're supposed to be, all they do is log into the device. An hour later, it's ready to roll. They don't have to do anything. It takes no interaction on their part.
0: Right. So, so Darian, give us uh, an example of a good way to use Autopilot and how that makes deploying a computer easier.
2: So, yeah. So, we actually just deployed a few computers for one of our clients And as smoothly as it possibly ever could have been, because this client really doesn't use a lot of special software applications, um, it was literally as simple as opening it up, connecting it to Wi-Fi and signing in with the email account. It immediately signed into Office 365. It downloaded all the enterprise applications. Microsoft Edge worked right out of the box. And we even have it set up to create bookmarks as well as pages directly in Edge. So as soon as they open up that device for the very first time, they'll open up Edge and it immediately takes them to their SharePoint site. It opens up their email address and almost anything and everything that we could really need right out the gate to make it as smooth as possible. It's all right there.
0: What uh, what are some of the settings that we do with OneDrive to make sure that, that that's set up properly right out of the box?
2: Yeah, of course. So OneDrive in and of itself, we standardize the backup locations. Uh, OneDrive has a built-in feature to back up your pictures, documents, and desktop folder right out the gate. There is an option in Intune to immediately turn those on. So once you sign in, along with the Office apps, it'll also sign into OneDrive automatically. And once it signs into OneDrive automatically, it'll synchronize with the processes in the 365 cloud and automatically back up all those folders for you.
0: Gotcha. So literally right out the gate, their data is backed up, it's secured, Intune's auto-deploying antivirus. It's auto-deploying BitLocker encryption. It's getting them signed into all their Microsoft apps. It's pushing any custom software that they need. With,
1: With nearly no user interaction.
0: With no user interaction. And then once that's done, we know if there's a problem because if something on the compliance side is not matching up, IT's aware and they can't get to their stuff anyway.
1: Exactly. We're alerted nearly instantly.
0: Right. So if you're an IT manager and you have a situation where let's say your organization has a large sales force, that's very quickly hiring and terminating salespeople. um, Or let's say you don't have like a central office and you wanted to uh, deploy services to those people. You can now literally purchase a laptop through Dell, have it shipped directly to the end user with autopilot enabled. That user now logs in at the windows 10 login screen with their, company email and password which is their n365 account and then right there it automates the setup and automates the compliance and security side and then merges together
1: Mm -hmm. exactly i mean i mean they're gonna make for you guys
2: (laughs) and i mean at the same time one of the most important things to mention that with that as well is sso uh, with the single sign-on option, if you have it enabled and set up properly on the back end, you can even make it so applications that is specific to your company will automatically sign in as well. So they don't even need to know a password or username or anything. It just works around the game.
0: Right. So think about that, everyone. So now we get now you're starting to see the power of security, right? So the the goal of Microsoft Business uh, Premium is to centralize the identity to the user's company email and password. And so when you centralize the identity to, to that, and then you protect it with two-factor authentication, now let's say they use Adobe or they use HubSpot or they use Bill.com or other random third-party software, rather than IT having to maintain usernames and passwords for all of those systems, you integrate it back to Microsoft 365 Business Premium through SSO, and you do not they all now log into those apps just using their regular company email.
2: Take
1: as as well, well as the two-factor. Two With the inclusion of Azure AD, we can now set up a security group and enable your users to do self-service password reset. So in right. the event that they lose their password or don't remember it, they can get themselves back up and running. It's not an IT ticket.
0: Yeah, this is, I mean, Microsoft 365 business premium, I feel like is absolute fire. Mm-hmm, for sure. Do you guys feel like it falls short anywhere? Like, where is it not good? Like, We found spots that it just does not perform well.
1: No, <laughs> I
2: think for the most part everything just works right out the gate. Of course, there's always those tiny little things here and there, but nothing that is major enough that can't be applied in less than thirty seconds.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I will say that someone who, before really getting into IT and, and you know diving into things, I didn't know a ton about Active Directory, especially Azure Active Directory. Um, But getting into the premium licenses and starting actually working with it, they've made the interface extremely easy to use. Uh, If you do need to find something, it's very straightforward and and in most cases self-explanatory. In almost all of the different security settings that you have available to you, there's an information button right there so you can get a little bit of insight on what it is. Obviously, Microsoft's got a host of knowledge base articles that'll lead you in the right direction if you do hit roadblocks. And At the end of the day, when you have these licenses, you have Microsoft's full support on the back end. So right. in the event that you find those weird bugs or weird issues that unfortunately Microsoft's known for, we have them immediately available to help us out with those. So it's, you're right. never lost,
0: which is right, great. Right, right, that's, no, that's perfect. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on because on the mobile device security? Like I know one area in lacks is it doesn't actually do the geolocation, which blows my mind. Like it, it just doesn't. Um, but it lets you at least secure the device. Have we had any issues getting devices registered to Intune on the Android or iOS platform?
2: I think really for the most part, it's always end user. Being able to set up solid documentation to send to the end user so that way they could follow it with pictures, arrows, it does everything, Mm -hmm. uh, which is something that we have implemented. And ever since we did that, it's just smooth. end user knows exactly what to do if they get caught up right at the bottom of that document is how to contact us, and it just right. works.
0: So let's let's, so let's go through an example. So let's say that um, one of our customers, um, let, let, let's say there's an HR person and they're gonna terminate the HR person's access, right? Uh, but this HR person has obviously a bunch of sensitive information on their OneDrive account and their Microsoft Office account, Outlook. And let's say it was a bring-your-own-device scenario where the HR director had the data on, on their own mobile phone, their personal device. Mm-hmm. Because that is is in-tune joined to the company, what security benefits do we now have as an IT team to make sure that that data is secured?
2: So that's an excellent question. So for the most part, there is something called app protection within Microsoft Security Center. If you set that up correctly and you make it so it cannot integrate with it, work apps as well as personal apps can't communicate with each other. The best and most obvious thing that you could do is block sign in on office 365 and then retire Mm -hmm. that device. Now what retiring will do is I know it can sound a little scary, but what retiring actually does is it just removes all the work data from that phone. So all the personal apps and all the personal communications, such as their contacts and texting and all that stuff remains on their device. But Outlook and SharePoint and OneDrive, all that stuff will automatically be removed.
0: Gotcha. So really, that's the way of saying, okay, access is terminated for this employee. We can now confidently say that all the sensitive data on their phone that was company data can safely be removed without touching any of the user's other personal stuff.
2: Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And there's no disruption to the end user. They're just, they are just can no longer get to the, the company data, but all their, their other stuff's just fine. Exactly.
1: In our experience, when you open up the the Office app after that moment, they have to re-sign in. If they try to sign in with the work account, obviously, it's not going to work because that sign-in is blocked. They would need to log in with a personal account, which obviously doesn't have access to any of that data.
0: Right. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, so if you're an IT admin and you're you're interested in making sure that your data that's on employee-owned devices but owned by the company, this is literally the most powerful tool you can use because you can always make sure that data is there. Or maybe you're not terminating somebody. Maybe the employee left the phone somewhere. Mm -hmm. How do you know that data is safe? Oh, because that met compliance that showed the device is encrypted and it's password protected and I'm gonna remotely remove it anyway.
1: Or alternatively, say you've got an employee who works in HR and they're moving into a different department. You don't necessarily have to uh, go through all of this to fix that. You can use something like tags where tagging sets things up on on a organizational level And then each department then has their own tags associated with documentation. Once you remove somebody from a specific security group and put them in another, they no longer can access that other data. They can only see what they're supposed to, so. Right. SharePoint
2: is a huge tool for that. Yeah. Always leverage SharePoint as much as you can if you want those really good controls over files. Right, right.
0: And I think the craziest part about this entire platform is that Microsoft has done such a good job of making it easy navigate the, the web interface to configure this for sure, right? It's allowing the people that don't want to deep dive into command line to just be able to deliver an enterprise-grade security solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say that somebody does have on-site Active Directory. Is there still value in the Microsoft Business premium? There is.: Absolutely. What would you say the value is?
2: I mean, overall, the ability to just have one login and one password across the board, for those people, one of the most common things with Azure Active Directory and hybrid join is file sharing. So there's a lot of organizations out there who really can't use things like SharePoint, whether it's because of bandwidth issues for internet or just the overall size of the company, it's a little bit too much to manage an on-site file share for that one would be a great solution. So in order to have that on-site file share, you can set up Azure AD hybrid sync that'll automatically SSO between the on-site Azure AD platform, as well as Azure AD online, and they'll work in conjunction so that way you could still use those on-site file shares and all the permissions that you have, but still have the ability to SSO and Intune everything up and secure.
1: Gotcha. Anything you want to add to that, Michael? No, I I mean, he hit the nail on the head. I think the ability to have your local on-premise Active directory sync to Azure AD and utilize all that information, your security groups, your regular groups, distributions, obviously users, uh, contacts, all of that stuff syncs into Azure AD and you can utilize all of that data within 365. So it's the best of both worlds.
0: Right, right, okay. So if you're not yet on 365 at all and you're considering switching, There's a lot of value going straight to business premium because you're also getting Teams, Outlook, the latest office apps that are always up to date. Uh, But another one, I absolutely love this feature. It's probably one of my favorite features is the sensitivity label. And for those that don't know what a sensitivity label is, it lets you create a tag or a label. And then it's really an encryption tag. And then you get to select if this tags applied to an office document, who's actually allowed to open that document? And here's where it gets really powerful. Uh, let's say your marketing team exports an entire customer list from your company because they're gonna do an email marketing campaign. You can tag that document as company confidential and no matter what happens to that file now, it could be emailed anywhere. That file can only be opened by somebody within the company that you've given access to. So let's say your old marketing director had a bunch of customer lists and very sensitive information and it was all tagged correctly. And they brought those documents home on a flash drive. And when they double click to open those Excel documents at their home computer, it's going to bring them into the Microsoft 365 login screen. Mm -hmm. And if they can't authenticate with an account that has it, they can't get to that data.
2: And I know one of the scary parts in this is a lot of things, because this was one of my biggest kind of issues is if you have a company who travels a lot, so let's say the CEO travels between states a lot, they're on the airplane for multiple hours a day sometimes, and they need access to that document, you could set up a timer. So they'll check out those devices in the last time they signed in, and you could set up, let's say seven hours. So they'll be able to access any document that's in there for up to seven hours until it prompts them to re-sign in again. And that timer is all local. So it doesn't matter if they've been offline and off the internet for 40 days, that timer is localized. So it goes off of the clock on your computer. Once it reaches that seven hour mark, you have to re-authenticate. And on top of it, the encryption, like Brian was saying, everything is on a metadata level. So no matter what you do, the encryption is at as low as it could possibly be. So that way everything above it can be encrypted.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, sensitivity labels are awesome. It is the absolute best way, and you can apply a sensitivity label to an email you're going to send out, so if staff can't forward it. You can put it to PDF documents, office documents. Um, you know, maybe you tag your financials as accounting only, and if an IT person grabs that file and they bring it to their computer and they try to look at it, because they can't authenticate with an accounting email, they're not even able to see the depth, the, the information. Nice. So very, 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 very powerful tool. And that's all, all of this is included in the business premium. Um, what are some final thoughts? Like, Michael, what are your, I know you've had a lot of work with this and, you know, you led the project with us getting rid of full to read direction and moving over to, to Entune. What are, what are some of your final thoughts
1: on business premium? You know, at the end of the day, and, and we'll say this in, you know every episode that we have. You know security is of the utmost importance. And if it's something you're serious about doing, take full advantage. It's only a couple dollars more per user. Take advantage of all these things that that Microsoft is offering us. The ease of use, the functionality, what the end users experience—like it's it's just so worth it. Um, Intune is huge. You know I I'd heard about it in the past, but never really dove into you know how essential it could be, and. You know we're spearheading getting as many of our clients in line with Intune as we can, simply because it takes the legwork off of IT. You know we can have a computer set up in thirty minutes versus three hours. Right. Multiply that right. times ten computers, you're looking at a whole week's worth of work. Right. So, and we don't have to maintain all those checklists. Exactly. Exactly. And each each individual company can be tailored for exactly what gets put on the devices. It's it's just it's a no-brainer in my opinion, and and I think everybody that has the ability to should at least take advantage and check it out.
0: Right, right. Darian, what are your final thoughts on Business Premium?
2: I mean, overall, it's just an amazing platform um, for if anyone else needs any kind of push or uh, a reason to move over to Business Premium is the Microsoft platform is really one and only platform out there that is able to CMMC compliance anybody with government standards and regulations. And if you really want that kind of security, Microsoft is really the only one out there that puts everything into one platform versus having three, four, five or, or more platforms, just to secure a device and get them everywhere they need to be. It's right. all consolidated down to one thing. Right,
0: right, right. Or if you're just you know, an average IT manager and you're like, man, I need to simplify my life, cool. Instead of managing 16 different logins for this user, centralize it into one. You Instead of maintaining all these checklists of every single time you need to deploy a computer, automate it through Intune. I mean, there's just so many simple business features there. It just it just makes business sense mm-hmm. just as much as it does technical sense.
1: Right. And at the end of the day, you know, as IT administrators, like, we have to make it easier on ourselves. Right. That's how we can be better, is being able to extend our bandwidth and be able to take on more Intune and, and 365 Business Premium lets us do that. Right. Right.
0: Awesome. I
1: think that's all we have for this episode. Thanks, everybody. For
0: sure. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Next time we'll uh, have some drinks while we do it. Let's go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll catch you guys next
0: week. All right. See you later, everyone.